Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome once again. This is Big Friends Podcast coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of Big Friends, and it is always a pleasure to get on uh, onto this podcast and to just conversate with folks, um, checking in on their journey, how they've made it, how they've done it, and they can share techniques and what have you with us. Again, live from Boston, I was just checking in with my special guest and checking on temperature. Here in Boston, we're sitting at 84 degrees with a real feel of 90. OMG. So you know what I'm talking about. It's burning. It's hot. The AC is not on yet, but looks like we might be going there within the hour or something, getting that going. But again, um, I'm excited today to talk to a, a new friend, and she'll tell you how we made this connection happen. Um, uh, her name is Victoria, and I'm going to try on the last name, but she'll, of course, correct me, Samoya. Welcome, some, uh, Victoria, oh, coming in from North Carolina. How did I do on your name? You are very good. I tell people to take two letters at a time and keep going until they finish. So, Samayoa. Samayoa. Very good. Sounds. That, oh, that is it. Samayoa. Where is that um, coming from? Where's that last name? That is last it, name is a Honduran last name. Honduran. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, it made me think of Hawaii or something. You know what I mean? I wish. It's as hot as that now. It's as hot as that now. <laughs> well, listen, welcome, welcome, welcome. From the first time I met you, I, I uh, there was a kinship, a bond, a friendship, a love, and so I, I sought you out to do this conversation with you. So let's jump into the deep end. I want to know all that I can know, all that you are willing to share with my audience today. And let me just uh, tell you now, our audience reach and Mark, um, our co-host and engineer, keeps track of where we're reaching. Oh, my God. India, Pakistan, UK. We're reaching. So, Greet our audience today as you tell us who is Victoria. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I deeply appreciate the opportunity to uh, share my journey thus far and know that I'm speaking to so many different people all over the world. Um, that is an incredible concept in itself. <laughs> yes, um, but it Victoria, is. it is, it is. Yeah. Um, Victoria is a human being still trying to figure out this wonderful thing called life. I'm a mm. mom of two. I have a 17-year-old, and I have a 17-month-old. Wow. Um, I am a sister, a friend, a daughter, a creator, a lover of life, a wife. Um, and it is just a blessing um, because there's so much you, you – don't imagine that will actually come to fruition, and I'm just thankful for being here. Well, we're delighted to have you. You said something that caused me to pop for a minute. You said a 17-year-old and a 7-month-old. What a gap. 
Um, people laugh yeah, at me because. Months. Wow, mine is um, a five yeah five five year gap between mine. So I thought I was bad, but wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's wow. just say it was safer for me and the kids in the world that I dealt with one baby at a time. There you go. There you go. It was pretty much same for me because one was I didn't have to juggle pampers and I didn't have to juggle um, going to the daycare. I had room to breathe after the first one. So totally get it. Totally, totally get it. Yes. Well, yes, that we learned a little. Is so important. Say that again, please. I want to hear it. I was saying that breathing room is so important, giving ourselves grace. Yes, totally, totally. Well, we've learned a little about Victoria. And so you're a stay-at-home mom. You have time on your hand. Is that what it? Oh, I, I, you know, during this pandemic, it has made me everything. But professionally, I'm a business office manager for the research unit at the university um, here okay. in Chapel Hill. Very good, very good. And so um, since because of pandemic, you're working from home. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Awesome. Gives you more time with the seven-month-old, too. So that's great. <laughs> with, that's no, great. with all of them. I'm the cafeteria lady, the high school teacher, the <laughs> nanny. I'm all of it. <laughs> Absolutely. We get to wear all these hats. If we've never done it before, we get this opportunity to wear hats that we never dreamt we would have to pull out, you know? So very true. Yeah. So let's talk, let's move into the vitiligo. When did you notice, when did you, when were you first diagnosed with vitiligo? Oh, okay. So officially, and and I was talking to someone the other day, I think I said 2018, and that's actually when we saw the the vitiligo, but I wasn't officially diagnosed until uh, 2020 after my baby um, postpartum. And we thought, when we, when we first thought, it was in a few areas that were covered up completely by clothing, not mm-hmm. areas that everybody would see. Um, mm-hmm. And we were just thinking, oh, it's something with the pregnancy. It, we know things change. They consider me advanced maternal age. Um, so I thought, you know, oh, it's just, it's just physical. It's going to go away once the baby's born. Um, and it didn't. It just started spreading. Wow. So, so post, before, postpartum. Did you, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just saying postpartum. It just didn't go away. And I was like, right. okay, I've mentioned it a couple of times, and I didn't get any feedback from my provider, from my midwife, and so I took it to my primary care physician um, postpartum. Yeah. And she sent me to the dermatologist. Right, to get that official. Wow. Wow. Now, prior to 2018, when you first saw, had you known about, seen, is there any family history of vitiligo? Absolutely not. It was the furthest thing from my mind. I I have seen people at the university, of course, students or, um, you know, visiting scholars. But it, it to me, I just see people and I'm like, oh, that's a beautiful person. Oh, that's another beautiful person. But it mm-hmm. never, never crossed my mind anything like this could happen to me or how it happened or anything. 
nothing mm. in my family. I called my father in Wisconsin, and I was like, you know, hey, has anybody on that side got anything going on? And he mentioned a distant relative that he believed may have mm-hmm. had vitiligo, but he was so uncertain. Um, I, I just had to put it in that book of, okay, this is really happening. Wow. Wow. So in 2000, you went to the, to be, to the dermatologist, got this diagnosis. What did they say? What did they recommend? Did you try? What did you try? Um, you know, I, I was very anxious to go because it's still during COVID times. Um, but mm-hmm. I also needed to get my flu shot for work. And I was like, you know, let me do a dual appointment. And yeah. when I went to the dermatologist, it was just, it was so different. It was very impersonal. Everything was COVID locked down. Everybody had on masks. They were like, remove everything, put on this paper gown. And mm. it was very impersonal. Um, yeah. Of course, I wasn't able to bring any of my supportive family, my wife or um, my son. I wasn't able to bring anyone with me. And I'm just sitting there in a paper gown by myself. Ring, mm-hmm. I, I was sitting on the table, wringing my hand. Wow. Um, because I, I was scared. No one really told me. I mean, I looked at the skin. The skin looked healthy. But no yeah. one told me anything else. It was, was like, oh, just go get it checked out. And I was like, okay, well, my mind is on a thousand right now. Mm. Wow. Wow. And so did they offer you treatment, the light, any, any protopic, any, anything to use? Well, she said because the most prominent area was in the genitalia that she could not, you know, she wouldn't recommend any type of light therapy. And she prescribed me two different ointments. Mm-hmm. And the the application of the ointments was so, it was like, use this one three times a day during the week, and then on the weekend, switch to the other one, and then the next right. week, we want you to do the opposite with each. I was like, this this sounds Too like much. something, right, it, it, it was just, I was like, okay, maybe you're missing something in me, you're just seeing mm-hmm. what I'm presenting for today, but as mm-hmm. a same gender-loving woman... This is this is a postpartum yeah. is already a buzz kill, but right. this is a, a woo three times a day win. Yeah. you know, people don't know what and, we have. People have no, no idea. I went. No, it actually was like the the latter part of the the year, so mm-hmm. we had already met our deductible, and I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and get the cream. But when I even looked at the price, I was like. When we hit when we hit back at the beginning of the year, I'm not gonna be able to afford this. Um, but I tried it for a little while and it burned. Um, mm. It burned, and I was like, okay, I'm making the problem worse. So I yeah. just continued um, using it actually on the vitiligo. I would say a few months in, um, I actually got a ground bee sting. And I called my primary because it was swelling. And she said, use one of those ointments um, that they had prescribed. She could see my medication list. Use one of those ointments um, topically on the bee sting because it will actually reduce the inflammation. And I said, but it was burning. I don't want to use something that was burning. Um, But it actually soothes the bee sting. I don't feel it did anything for the vitiligo. But the beast under wraps. 
Uh, that was pretty that wild. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Wow. So here you are. So it, it was in that area, but over the years, so from 2000 to now, what's the progression like? What, what, is it? I don't think I've ever seen it so, on your face. I don't think right now, but. Yeah, I, I do have it on my face. It's near my hairline um, and okay. then moving into my forehead. Some okay. days you can see it more prominently than others. I'm I'm very fair skinned anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hear a lot from my family, Oh, we can't even tell and I'm like, No, y'all, look, I can see yeah. it. Um <laughs> and I have spots on my hands, my elbows. Um, I think I've always had it on my elbows, but I didn't really realize that it's spreading on my arms and yeah. my back, um, my legs. Um, I have the spots. I, I, I call them confetti, my confetti spots. I <laughs> yeah. check them out to see where the confetti has spread. Yeah. So since that last time using that, um, you, you have put aside the treatments altogether and just flowing in life. Uh, that's pretty much what it is. Um, yeah. I, I feel self-conscious about it. Um, and and I know one of my providers said, oh, well, it's not a big deal. You're with a long-term partner in the face. Um, because I was like, you know, as, even as a mixed race person, I'm very proud of my African-American identity. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm, I've always been told, oh, you're light, bright, you're light, bright. And I'm like, oh, honey, no, I'm just really light brown. Don't get it, don't get it mixed up. Yeah. Um, but to have the darkest part of my body start to change into the lightest part of my body, I'm just, I mean, I'm like, it, it hits you very deeply. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And this what this is exactly what we want people listening across the, the globe to hear the experiences, to hear what we go through on this journey. It's not easy. It's not easy at all, no. you know? No, now, it's not. When I hear... How yeah. is that? Do you cover that with any kind of makeup? How is that? <laughs> it, it, it's not funny that you ask, but the first time that I actually tried to put on makeup, because I've been, I was home in lockdown even before this all started. So I've been home since November of 2019 um, oh, because okay. of the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, so we, we were invited somewhere for Christmas last year and I said, Oh, I'm going to dress up. And, um, I tried to put on the makeup that I had prior mm-hmm. and it just like, I could see it. Valerie, yeah. I could see it. And I was like, Oh, this is maybe if I blot it more. <laughs> and it, I was so self-conscious when we went yeah. out, um, I tried to put on long dangly earrings and I'm nursing still. So the baby of course was like between the locks that I have and the earrings, he was overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the the makeup just looked really cakey to me. It felt mm. super unnatural. Um, yeah. I'm more of the natural kind of girl where I'm like, Oh, you know, just a little, a little dab will do. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But I tried to yeah. cover it and it yeah. was, it was impossible with conventional makeup with what I had yeah. in lockdown. 
Yeah. Um, so I just, I usually wear my locks back or pulled back because of the baby. Um, but it, it, it's not something you can hide. It's there. I was on a Zoom yes, call right. for work and uh, speaking with my supervisor. And, and, of course, Zoom makes you look at yourself. And right. for some reason, there was a particular lighting that day. That was all I could see. That was mm-hmm. all I could see. And I was like, oh, I want to turn the camera off. I wonder if anyone else on this call is noticing it. I kept touching my face. And someone asked me if I was hot. And I kind of joked. And I was like, well, you know, hormones and breastfeeding. I must be having a personal summer. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as I could get off the call, I turned the camera off. And I cried. Mm. Um, Because I was like, well, I look at myself, but did I just not notice its arrival on my face. Yeah. Um, and it it, hmm. it it hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings. Um, yeah. Because it does make you wonder, are you just not paying attention to yourself? Or are you not paying attention to your body? How did you not notice it until you get on the Zoom call in yeah. front of other people? But it's funny because um, I interviewed someone a um, few weeks or months ago, and they were saying, like, they go to bed, and, like, the next morning in the mirror, like, like where did you come from? I didn't see you before. Yes. So, Vitaliza has a mind of its own, and it does what it wants to do. And it appears what that it wants part. to do. <laughs> that part, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I totally understand those tears because I, I think all of us, especially women, we've all been down your road. We're familiar <laughs> with what you're saying. We've been there. We've been there. Let's talk a little about support system. How was your family, mom, dad, siblings, how were they with this diagnosis for you? I haven't seen anybody much in person. Um, my mom has come by a few times. She got vaccinated early. Um, it's been a very lonely journey. Um, mm. Just my immediate household has really seen me. And, um, you know, they'll say, oh, mama, we love you. Does it matter? And I'm like, yeah, I love y'all too. <laughs> it does matter. <laughs> it does matter. Yeah. Um, when you spend so long in life coming to terms with certain things that you can't change, and then all of a sudden it's changing, it does yeah. matter. Yeah. It does. And you talk about your immediate at home with your partner, with your son. Listen, um, your partner's going to love you regardless. But, girl, <laughs> you got a teenager. What's he saying? Does he ask questions? Okay. <laughs> What is your teenager um, saying to you? I think my teenager is is truly a gift. Um, so we started. Um, my my son is transgender, and we started uh, transitioning when he was about eleven. Um, we always knew something was different, um, but mm-hmm. we didn't really understand it. And I was just like, I accept you as a person. I think people are like trees you know you don't say why is this tree big why is this right. tree short you just admire the beauty in that tree right um so he was you know I mentioned to him one day I said you know hey what do you know about vitiligo and he was like oh um you know 
it makes people more pretty is what he mm. said. And I mm. said, I said, what do you mean? He said, um, well, mom, everybody looks different. You know, everybody has different things about them. That doesn't mean it's bad. You just have to accept it and love it and move on. Right. And it just hit me in my heart because his own personal journey with looking at himself in the mirror and his own dysphoria, I was like, mm. you know, here I am comforting you when you don't feel like you look the way right. you want to look and you're right. over here comforting me. Mm. Um, and it was a blessing. It was yeah. a blessing. It was a blessing to have this particular teenager at this particular time. Yeah. And he said, I mean, are you trying to tell me something? And I said, <laughs> yeah. And he said, um, mom, I, I think you're just beautiful. I don't think anything of it. You're my mom. Right. Right. Talk about and your partner, your partner, <laughs> had she been familiar with vitiligo and how does she, you know, they, no, I was going to say, I love you regardless. What was that experience like? Yeah, well, she's the one who noticed it and we laughed at first. We were like, oh, are we, are we that much into parenting that we don't even notice those kind of changes? And I, yeah. you know, I often, I used to be in health education, sex health education, and I would tell my son, you know, hey, I know you don't want to talk about this with me, but, you know, make sure when things get going for you, you on and you look, you want to make sure that everything is okay. What are you right. exposing yourself to? Right. <laughs> and so yeah. when we actually uh, had had that time and she looked, she was like, you know, hey, have you noticed this? Um, mm. And she was just like, you know, you're, you're, you're beautiful inside out. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference to me. And right. I was like, oh, that's, I said, that's nice. So I, I was dismissive on that yeah. part because I was like, but it's not you, your beautiful chocolate brown skin. And I always <laughs> have to fight for my light brownness. It's <laughs> not you, you know? Right, right, right. But it's only been well, you said the official official was 2000. So you're new. Yes. You're new I'm on this. Very journey. new. Very, very, very new. What has your experience been like going out in the public, encountering people in the grocery store? Many of us who've been with this, on this journey for a long time, I remember the first time going to the grocery store, huge grocery store here in Boston. And, you know, she's. She rang up everything, but when it come time for me to hand her the money, because we weren't using cards that much, you know, we were still into the green green dollars. <laughs> I'm handing her the money. She said, put, could you please put it down? How oh, no. Yes, Sam, put it down on the belt. And uh, I was like, I was taken back. I was like shocked. And, you know, I, oh, I swallowed. I, probably, I, I swallowed so hard I was going to choke myself. And then to give me back the oh, change, she no. did the same thing. She put my change down. Wow. And my, my, money, my money is running down on the belt. What has wow. your experience been like out there? This is a crazy act. It, it really is. And I, I, to be honest, I think that it's that part will hit me more when I'm actually able to go out more. I still yes. do a lot of home deliveries. Yes. There are certain things I can't get out, and but everybody has on a mask and everybody is uh, hand sanitizing and nobody wants to touch anything. So I think 
in some ways that it shielded me. Um, yeah. But yeah. growing up, I grew up with my grandparents and in North Carolina South. We were always taught you don't put the money down. Um, hmm. You know, there's a lot of racism still, but you don't put money down on the table or let someone put your money down. You hand it to them and you look at them in their eyes. And they That's have right. to recognize you're a person working hard for what you have, and That's they're right. working. And it's an, an ex, it's an exchange of people, power, money, and yeah. service. Yeah. Um, so we were always taught you never put the money down on the belt. You always put it in their hand. And if somebody would draw back um, because you're black or you're mixed race or whatever the case may be with racism, that was a place you weren't going to take your business. Right. Um, so it's right. going to be interesting to me when the world opens up what this is going to be like. Um, and, and I think it's just one more layer of having to come to terms with all of this, which is what I've, yeah. I've been trying to do is, is come to terms with all of it. Yeah. You'll do well. But I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm so sorry oh, that happened to you. That's, that's, that's awful. Only, that's only one. <laughs> that's only one. And people have so many stories to share. Oh, they're crazy. Yeah. Oh, that breaks my heart. Oh, yeah. But you surround yourself with people who's been on this journey and build, build yourself up that when that happens, you just dust it off your shoulder. It just it doesn't even say, you know, we'll, we'll all get there if we do what we're supposed to do. See, that's why I'm part of it, Friends and, and the different Woo-hoo! support group online because I'm hearing other people's story and I'm, I'm still synthesizing my feelings. And it's one thing to know something, but it's mm-hmm. another thing to accept it. Yes. I'm I'm working through it. Yeah. Well, just know that you have family now, family that could understand everything that you just said about your journey. We can understand you. We can relate to you. We are empathizing, sympathize. We're, we're all in this with you. And so that's what we're here for. Well, let's take a break, get some water, get some tea, give me about five minutes. I'm so happy to have you, and we'll um, continue this conversation in five minutes. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my conversation coming to you live from North Carolina, um, having a chat about her vitiligo journey with Victoria Sweet new friend of mine, and we'll continue the conversation in just a moment. But let me give you some updates. Again, this is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of BitFriends, and we want you to know that we're out here working and doing all that we can in this Vitalite community for you who are a part of the global, not national, not just BitFriends, we are working on behalf of the global community. Uh, let's bring you up to speed on some announcements. Let me start with podcasts. My next podcast is on June 4th with Curtis. Curtis is a young man we met in Houston in 2019 and is a part of the Houston Vitiligo Awareness Movement. 
um, very much into basketball, and I just want to hear the story from this young man. Um, my husband fell in love with him when we arrived in Houston just because of how welcoming he was to us. And so we are so appreciative of him, and getting this opportunity to chat with him is going to be exciting. Um, uh, Mark's show that was scheduled for uh, the 30th was moved to yesterday, so please be on the lookout for his conversation with Sharon King of Little Igo. Um, beautiful conversation. I listened to some of it myself. Um, it's it's wonderful. You have to hear that one as well. As far as other announcements, uh, June 1st, uh, no, let me back that up. June is nationally, globally, all over the world, wherever you are, with vitiligo. June is vitiligo awareness month. And folks will be celebrating everywhere that vitiligo people can be found. And so we're excited to be doing our own little celebrations in our state, and some will be posted online, so be on the lookout for that. June 1st, we as Good Friends will be hosting our corporate meeting with a lot of announcements that once our meeting ends that day, we will put out some new information into the atmosphere, letting you know some of the amazing things and people we're bringing on board to serve with this organization. And we're excited. We're excited. As um, Indiana would say, we are, Miss Denise would say, we are boots on the ground as a community of people called Bit Friends. Um, so we're working. Um, if you have not heard, let me remind you, Bit Friends is now in production. Uh, we are working hard on a film, a documentary about Vitiligo featuring five of us women within the community. And of course, we're, it's, it's, it's building, things are happening, and filming begins uh, this weekend uh, in Minnesota, um, which is the furthest, the production company is out of Boston, so they're starting with the furthest distance out, and then moving on back as, we, as they interview the five of us. Um, so we're starting out in Minnesota, the furthest distance, and then they'll end here in Boston with myself um, later on this year, hopefully around September. Uh, but yay, to Minnesota, Hall Bay Productions. We are just so grateful to Hall Bay Productions. It's not something we chased up, um, after. We didn't go knocking on doors. They called me and presented um, this idea, this opportunity, it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of sweat and tears, but we're willing, we're ready. We hope that you got a chance to see the trailer. Um, we got a lot of feedback um, on, on the trailer, and so it was encouraging. It was a blessing to see the excitement and get the encouraging words from folks that are responding. Thank you all all over the world. The production team said, my goodness, when they saw notes from Pakistan, wish you were doing it here. And all over the place, they're coming in. So we're grateful. Um, we want to congratulate all of our state leaders who have um, so far received the state's proclamation declaring June as Vitiligo Awareness Month. 
And so congratulations goes out to Indiana, to Wisconsin, and to uh, Minnesota. Those are the three um, groups uh, so far um, of our Vic Friends team that have received their proclamation. Kudos to you guys. And folks are still waiting, like myself, to get theirs. And finally, um, we are looking, we're celebrating 11 years of doing these podcasts. And we've been slow and moving, you know, very slowly coming along through the years, but we want to pick up speed for the rest of 2021. Um, We're hopefully doing shows, not every day, but every other day we want to bring you a show in the month of June as we celebrate June Vitalizer Awareness Month. So you'll hear, well, my aim is to bring in a lot of our men. And so come June, you'll hear me interviewing men. I'm starting with Curtis out of Houston, and we want to get some men in on the interviews. Um, If we don't hear from back from some of the men that we've reached out to, we will then let it be a day of poetry or a day of music or something. We're going to mix it up. But for the month of June, we want to be occupying our time as we celebrate with you. Again, this is Valerie, and I'm so honored to have with me Victoria out of North Carolina. And I just want to jump back into this conversation. So beautiful. And we're going to tell you how we connected and so on. Victoria, welcome back. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, as you've heard, Bit Friends is doing a lot of things, and I just want to get it out there, let people be aware and prepare themselves accordingly. June is a big month. June is a big month for us. Um, groups all over the world. Um, nine, the membership in China it, for the Vitiligo community, mm-hmm. they come together, is 900. That's the biggest body of people um, I've heard from and heard about when they come together in June. Cuba, we have Vit Friends Cuba. They're getting together. Uh, people are getting together, and it's exciting. It's an exciting time for us who for too often we are ignored, we're scorned, we're looked upon, but not anymore. We're, we're, we're as the Jamaicans would say, we're bigging up ourselves. We're doing it for ourselves. <laughs> All right? All right. I love that. That's great. I love it. So let's get back into the conversation. So you are you, are you not, a part of the North Carolina Big Friends group? Tell me about that. I I am. I just joined, and I'm probably one of those new people in the group that's like, hey, let's do this. Hey, what about this? Hey, what about this? Um, because I'm just so excited to be connecting with people um, just about this and it's just so mysterious. Like it just mm-hmm. starts. Really, no one has all these answers. Um, I was able to get through uh, some of the the book that that Bit Friends sent to me, and it's just such a beautiful guide that meets me right where I am on this journey of awesome. what happened one day. I felt like one day I woke up and I was different. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's been yeah. good. I'm looking forward to some of the meet and greets that now that, you know, we can get together still in small groups and outside. Um, yes. I'm, I'm excited to be able to do that. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm excited that you're a part of them, and I'm looking forward to 
getting you and encouraging you to get involved in the leadership. And I just love your spirit and hope that, you know, you can uh, find time to, to help them work what they're doing out there. It's, it's you know, it needs many hands to make this all work and many ideas to bring to the table to make, make a strong group, a, a good group. And so I, I want to encourage that. Very true. I certainly do. Very true. There's, there's a joke I want to share. Um, Go for it. Uh, and we, it, it's about the event planners um, on the in the university, in the university setting. We always say a tray of cookies. When they request a tray of cookies, it's never just a tray of cookies. Um, mm-hmm. And because it does take a lot of hands, it takes setup, it takes prep, it takes thinking through, it takes, okay, let's say someone spills a tray of cookies. What's the backup plan? And and right. all of these contingencies. Um, so, and then there's the cleanup. Bless the cleanup crew. Um, exactly. So when they order a plate of cookies, it is never just about the chocolate chip cookies. That's right. There's more that goes into the whole thing. Yes. And like you said, whoever, who would ever think about the cleanup crew? They wouldn't. But again, that's all <laughs> part of the package. Yeah, we do now, especially with COVID, folks are blessing the cleanup crew. Yes, should always bless the cleanup crew. So We should have been, yes. Yes. Well, we met. Tell folks how we met, because I was just so excited to, to, to meet you on that. Take it away and tell folks how we met, how, how this, what, what happened with you being a part of this, how can you advertise? Yeah. Take it away. Oh, oh man, I'm I'm the kind of person I'm I'm there to help everybody else. Uh, when it's my turn to deal with things, I usually go into the corner and I got to process. I'm a late processor by myself. <laughs> yeah. And I realized I th- I thought I was okay with the little Ivo, and I realized I'm not. I'm up at in mm. the middle of the night googling, searching because I can't. I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody about it and be taken seriously. Mm. Um, so I'm up searching, searching, and I came across my team vitiligo, and I was like, oh, this looks kind of like an online forum. Mm-hmm. And I signed up some kind of way in the middle of the night between nursing sessions, and they were having these um, online kind of meet and greets, and I met Alicia. Um, in mm-hmm. one of those meet and greets. And uh, during that, she was like, oh, I want to send you, are you on Facebook? I want to send you some information about Bit Friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm on Facebook, but I don't post or get it too deep into it. So I said, sure. And I accepted the, the join invitation. And then I was looking around the site, and I saw about the art classes. And mm-hmm. I was like, huh. This would be a wonderful way for me to start uh, somehow mm-hmm. dealing with this new thing. Yes. Um, often for me, if I'm creating something, it just helps me get my mind and my body and my feelings all in one place to synthesize it and work through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, let me register for this class. And, of course, my family was like, another class, Mom? And I said, yes, it's going to be great. Um, of course, everything I say, it's going to be great. And so I signed up for the class, and I was so thankful, even after the first session, mm-hmm. so incredibly thankful and blessed 
that this was happening and I could be a part of it. I'm telling you, I, I am the one that was in the corner just, oh, I'll deal with my things on my own. And that class just let me know you you do not have to suffer in silence nope. trying to even understand it. Um, nope. the, the facilitator, Mark, as our instructor, was just so beautiful and good at, like, the things he was saying, I could connect the pieces of art to real life and he kept saying oh we're gonna do this permanent marker thing Valerie I was like oh no (laughs) but the analogy of the permanent marker yeah it was so impactful and the way he would talk us through things and he would mention the vitiligo but not and and it was the focus but he just I don't know he did something where he weaved it in so well into what he was teaching us yeah it didn't feel like that was the thing that initially brought us together. Mm. And I just enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hearing everybody's outbursts of joy, your outbursts <laughs> when the things worked out right. It was just so life-giving. Oh, it was a, oh, that was mastermind of beauty. It was great. And that's yeah. how we met in the class. Yeah, yeah. And you're so right what you said about Mark because – you know, I lost it, and I'm a person, there's a box of Kleenex or two always around me somewhere because I'm the one that's always crying. But I tell you, on that first class, like you're saying about the permanent marker, when he said we're going to, first of all, to do a butterfly, if you have vitiligo, <laughs> if you have vitiligo and you know the, the, the whole analogy of a butterfly, a caterpillar into a butterfly, and and um, that's how we in this community look at ourselves. What a, what a nice way to begin this class. Yeah, I, I was I was moved yeah. when, when he said a, when he opened his mouth and said a butterfly. I was done. I had Kleenex, y'all. <laughs> I had Kleenex. Oh my yes. God! Because it's, it's transformation that we go through. Yeah. But, you know, it's also what, and in and, and his talking, I realized it's, it's kind of, we give kids this permission to create and it's, everything is good, right? Every yes. line, every dot, every fingerprint, it's good. Oh, it's good. But we don't give that to ourselves. And when he was talking about, well, it's permanent and you're going to work around and you're going to work with it. I was like, well, it's a, it's a big black line, Mark. You can't just work through a big black line. And he showed us how to do that. And I was like, oh, all things truly are possible. This is amazing. Totally amazing. When you say permanent marker, the word permanent means permanent. And I'm saying, this yes. guy's crazy. <laughs> Look at the masterpiece we all did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my that, God. That, that, that was that was a gift. Thank yeah. you all. That was a gift. All my all my classmates and and everything. Watching everybody work. It, everybody watching everybody work and watching everybody in work. Yes. That yes. I can't tell you that. I have no words for that. Exactly. Exactly. And you know the it was such 
because we're doing this on a Saturday afternoon where you could be out doing this, that, you know, ice cream parlor. You could be doing so many things. He did it and made it so relaxing that yes. if you are not working, you can just move on into a sleep pattern. It was so relaxing. <laughs> yes. OMG. So would you encourage, because the next class is in October, advertise. Tell somebody about the importance of coming to this class in October. Would you do that for me? Oh, absolutely. I already have. I called my cousin, and I did share with her in the beginning. Um, we mm-hmm. are, In our family, we're spaced out very much. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of babies. We don't, you know, it's just a couple in our 30s and um and so I call, I talked to my cousin about it, and she's been, oh, but cousin, you're so beautiful, and our black is magic. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, now this is, oh, what magic is this? And yeah. I, I've already invited her to the class. I'm like, and he said, you don't have to have it. I can bring my support with me. Come yeah. with me. And she yeah. was like, okay. Um, but definitely, I will be uh, sharing that information. It's, it is even without vitiligo. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. To come that's to. It. It's open it to everyone and anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love that part, too. It doesn't have to be so focal on right. something that, for us, draws so much focus. It's right. like uh, Mark keeps saying, you know, we're, we're also other things having to remember those things, especially going through this time where everybody's kind of reevaluating things in their life anyway, um, right. with COVID and what's important and, and who is important. Um, and I'm like, yeah, we, we are vitiligo, but we're yeah. more than that too. That's, That's right. a part of it. So I'm, right. I'm learning to work in how to make it a part of me and not so disconnected. Um, yeah. Which is where I was in the beginning. I was like, no, mm-mm, it's going away. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. and, and it said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I got, I'm bringing more confetti. I'm bringing more to the party. Um, and it, it's I a blessing to me also to see others. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I had one person that reached out and said, um, well, I'm going to feel intimidated because I, I can't draw. That's, Me neither. <laughs> I, I couldn't. And and look at the the masterpiece um, that we all have produced. And you know, there was one in our class that said um, she didn't think her picture, her painting, was all that good. And like I said it, several of us said it. To my, when I look at yours as well, your um beach scene or whatever had this darker tone to it. And I said, oh, my God, that's like the evening time. So you were saying you didn't think it was all that, but, oh, my God, I, I would trade yours for mine any day because yours <laughs> give, like, the, the dust of the day, the end of the day kind of feel to it. And the other girl said, mm-hmm. um, oh, no, hers is bad. And when I saw her mill, I'm saying, girl, give me your mill. I'll take your mill now. So my <laughs> So it's what we're yes, seeing through our own eyes, not necessarily yes. with someone with their eyes, you know? Speaking yes. Of yes. And so much in life is like that. What I like about the class, too, is 
you don't have to know come with any pre-known information, right? right. All you have to do is right. be willing and follow directions. That's it. Keep, keep on. Be so open and willing. Keep open. Follow, follow directions. Be open. Yeah. And Mark said that so many times, and he was true from the beginning to the end. We followed yes. everything he said. And we were successful. And that's a difficult thing for people. It is, because that means you have to trust the process. Yes. There you go. Yes. And if you trust the process, look at your reward. Look at what the end result. Yes, yes. You trust the process, and the process will hold you. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. I highly recommend, and I believe that's what you're saying as well, highly recommend this to family, friends. I spoke to um, one of the women at church. I showed, She said, what? I'm, I'm in the next class, and that's what you want to get. <laughs> Folks to see the interest Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And come on in. Come on in. Absolutely. You know, um, it's classes like these, I'm hearing, cost a lot of money. Uh, we charge $25, and we still give you a gift at the end that's way past $25. It's, you know, we just want to do this, and a way of giving back to the community, a way of letting people know that we offer more than just talk, <laughs> you know. We offer other things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, when I when I saw that, I said, oh, it's $25 per class. Right. And and it was no, like, you no. said, no, that's the whole thing. And I was like, right. what? It's that affordable? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And as we talk about classes, by the way, I, I left that, totally left that out of my announcements that um, July we were supposed to have, it's still pending, um, but Mark, again, will do a pop-up art class for one day in July, for people who are thinking about coming on board, uh, we're throwing it a free pop-up class to anybody that wants to come. Buy your supplies for the October class, but come in July and sample them out, test them out on us. And he recommends Dollar Tree. He recommends Walmart. But the class that we were supposed to have in July is um, one of our um, vitiligo brothers from Italy with a cooking class. So that's uh, pending, and we'll try to see how we can fit that in. But cooking, we have wine in August. We have wine, and we have another class later on in the year. We're doing things. We we, we just don't want to be a support group that's just standing still. Um, but we wanted to offer different things, especially in this pandemic, and folks are already home. And so it's working. And here is a success yeah. story. We all got a new friend, Victoria, from our art class. Yay! Yes, yes. Thank you. Well, Victoria, before we leave, um, this was an awesome hour, but before we leave, if there's someone out there, because, again, you're newly diagnosed and beginning this journey. Let's call it beginning because that's what it is. Beginning this journey. If there's someone out there newly diagnosed, dealing with pandemic, dealing with life and loss and all sorts of things, but the stress of knowing that your skin is doing its own thing. How can you encourage them? What would you tell them right now before we leave? 
I would say uh, in a time where you feel you want to close in, just, mm. just open the blinds just a little bit and look out for people who have found how to make it flow. Mm. Connect to those people and don't don't let go. Um, because it's easy to get caught up in your own mind about what might happen, what could happen, what is it going to look like. It, it's easy to let your mind run away with you. Yes. Don't do that. Lean in to people who have gone through it, who are going through it, and are working through it in a positive way. Um, there's so much you can get tangled up into and lose sight of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely staying connected to people helps you see clearly. Mm. Um, mm. So, do, so yeah, open the blinds, be a little, yes. be open. Don't, don't close that door. Don't say, don't tuck it away. Anything that you tuck away is going to come back with a vengeance. You have to take care of it as you're going through it. That's good. Um, that's that's what I good. would say. That's very good. Anything, say that and again. Don't I don't be scared. Anything yes, that you tuck anything away. Anything that you tuck away will come uh, back with a vengeance. Wow. Yeah. So strengthen your own self by connecting yourself to support, to others that you can lean your shoulder on, that you can cry on, yeah. on their shoulder, whatever it is. And just know yeah. that big friends, we're here for you. And that's what you're saying, Victoria. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think... Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Put that away. Absolutely. My goodness. This was awesome. This was a wonderful... Um, time to to really chat with you. I wanted to introduce you. New friends should be introduced to my other friends. And so I wanted the opportunity to do that. I bless you, your family. Uh, stay strong. Stay encouraged. You're on this journey, but you're not alone. We got your back. And so looking forward to seeing you in July for that class. Talk to me on Facebook any day, all day. I don't care. Whenever. Let's connect. <laughs> And we'll see you again Absolutely. in October. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm so honored and just thank you. Oh, thank you. Welcome. You are most welcome. I, I felt a bond and a kinship from the first class. I didn't know what the classes were going to look like, but I knew that day. I, I picked up a friend, and I'm so happy. Bless you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe. Love you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. My new friend, Victoria, one of the students uh, in our art class, and as she said, she heard it, um, she saw it um, advertised, and she popped on in there immediately, and she was one of the first registrants for the class. And, and as she said, we had a wonderful time. We had a wonderful time. So, again, this is Valerie Molyneux, and as always, I'm honored to just spend this time and to share the people from our community with you, hoping to um, have at least four brothers within the next uh, few weeks from, uh, from throughout the community, from various groups, to come on in and share um, their story, 
Um, there's authors out there. I want to uh, reach out to a couple of people. We have some surprises lined up for you. Um, so we bless you. We thank you for your time. Please share our website, www.bitfriends.org, with folks who are, are needing us. Um, they can always call us day or night, 24-7. The number is never turned off. It's 844-374-3639. Again, 844-374-3639. And when you break that down, it's friends, F-R-I-E-N-D, with a Z on the end, is those um, numerical transported into letters. And so we're here to serve. We're here to serve. We're here to build and to strengthen this community. And again, as we prepare to celebrate the month of June, whatever you do, get your purple nails going, get you like um, Riza. There's a couple of ladies out there with the purple hair, purple lipstick. Let's celebrate ourselves. Wear your T-shirts, wear your hats, whatever you do. Let's celebrate ourselves because who's going to celebrate us? Who's going to celebrate us? We have some news that's coming out um, in the first week of June for you, so stay tuned to what we're doing. We love you. We bless you. This is Vic Friends signing off for today, but we'll see you in a couple of days. God bless. Bye-bye now.